Michelle. Hi, baby. Oh, so much has happened. I know. You've been traveling. I've been traveling. Yes. I've been doing all this stuff, you know, trying to, you know, be a hustler. That's what you got to do. You know, I did this thing down in Long Beach recently at the Montage Hotel. Long where... Beach? Long Beach. No, it's not Long it's Beach. Laguna. It's Laguna Beach. But I wanted to say that anyway, you, it, just because you said Long Beach. Yeah, I, I did say Long Beach. But it's Laguna. It's Laguna Very Beach. Very different. Very different. Yes. Very posh. It was at the Montage Hotel. Oh, yes, honey. My agency put together this seminar of all of their um, their clients of color, Asian, Latin, Black, all of their clients to sort of move the conversation forward, especially given the political climate we're in today and sort of, sort of have confab, meet everybody and see how we can push the conversation forward. Mm-hmm. Um, it was an interesting thing. Uh, I, of course... Um, I felt a little out of place there. Why? Because I'm going to try to say this in a way that doesn't um, offend. That doesn't offend. But you know, I'll be honest. Being uh, black and gay and drag and counterculture and also irreverent. You know, I grew up loving Monty Python and David Bowie and seeing the world from a different perspective, not just from a black gay drag, whatever mm-hmm. perspective. Mm-hmm. And in in my evolution as a human on this planet, I've had to do an inventory over and over and over to see what works, what doesn't work. And if it doesn't work, throw it out. And even in my own family, you know, my own family, especially for black folks, you know, um, there's a certain sort of a, a slave mentality that gets passed on generation after generation. In what way? In in that uh, there's a got too much sensitivity on things, mm-hmm. and rightfully so, by the way. You know, uh, you know, each generation passes on the hurt of the elders, mm-hmm. unless that cycle can be broken. And for black folks, the the pain of such a horrible history in this country of slavery. Very real history. Very real history. Mm-hmm. Uh, that gets transferred. And in my life, I've had to sort of, no, I, I don't mean, it's not sort of, I really have taken out a lot of that pain. I couldn't move forward in my career, in my life as a human on this planet, <clears throat> if I did not re-examine. So it protected you in a way by getting rid of that. Have you ever been told growing up that you weren't black enough? Oh, yeah. Have you? Oh, my God. I'm from San Diego. So, you know, we have we speak in hard R's. Mm. You know, my you same uh, as New Jersey, same as New Jersey. If you sometimes I'll hear my sister Rosie talk and she talks like this, where (laughs) everything is very like this. And I talk like this. You sound like James St. James. Uh, Oh, really? James St. James talks like this. So people have always said, oh, you're not this, you're not that. You know, uh, you know, I've never been nominated for an NAACP award, which is a a travesty. It's a travesty because at the end of the day, you are a black man. You're yeah. not denying your blackness. And I will never be no, nominated you... for a oh. double. No, I won't. I won't. And, and that and that is the reason for what I'm saying is that there is there is a prevailing concept of what it's like to be black. And for people who come from a slave background, the family is the basis of everything. And not just black folks. In, in many cultures, the family is it. And Italian, anything, Jewish, yes, yep. Armenian. Yeah. Anything that threatens the family is 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 just that. It's a threat. And it's to be thought, it's to be looked at as with weary eyes. Mm-hmm. So that is what I've been faced with my whole life. In fact, I tell the Doesn't story. Doesn't weary mean you're tired? Yeah. Is it leery? Okay, leery teary. Leery teary weary. Weary? Query all of all the Eries, canal. Yeah, the Erie Canal, all of them. Put them on. Do it. Let's do it. Okay, go. And so, uh, uh, you know, I remember when I was a kid. I'm from San Diego. I would catch the bus out to the beach because, of course, we didn't live near the beach. Right. And when I come back, all the kids in the neighborhood would be like, "Black neighborhood." They would say, "Oh, black people don't go to the beach." He's like, "You think you're better than us, don't you? You, you think um, you think you must think you white or something?" Oh, I'm like. No, uh, the beach is really fun. fun. <laughs> but they were projecting their own shortcomings onto me. I understood it. Yeah. And I have always dealt with that same thing. Even in, when I was working in clubs in New York, uh, when I decided I was going to go for the big time, right. I just stopped going to clubs. And I was I was doing aerobics. I was doing all these things to help myself. I quit drinking, quit smoking. 
And the people I was going to clubs with did the exact same thing. They said, oh, you think you're better than us. So shaming you. Yeah, because they're projecting their own. I was a threat to them because I'm basically reminding them uh, you're not doing your life right. Correct. You know? Yeah. So they would, it was easier to attack me. And I, when I went to this seminar down in Laguna Beach. Yeah. Lovely people. These are the top people in the field. Mm -hmm. These are, and when I say top, I'm not going to name any names, mm -mm. but I want you to think of the, the biggest. biggest people in show business who are at CAA. And, and listen, CAA was kind enough to invite me to this thing. But the discussion didn't get past sort of the victimization. Did you feel like out of place? I felt out of place, but the conversation really should have been about how, what can we take out of our consciousness to make room for a new dialogue? Mm -hmm. Because it, it takes a lot of room to carry the hurt and the pain of the past. Now, it doesn't mean that you should forget the past. No, that'll never be forgotten. It'll never be forgotten. But it's important to be able to open up the dialogue more. I remember when Tina Turner talked about her life and that she wanted to sing songs about rock and roll because people wanted her to sing the old blues songs where I've been hurt by you. And she mm -hmm. said, I just, I had enough of that. Yeah. I don't know. I want to, I want to expand. I don't want to sing. A, I don't want to talk about that stuff. Yeah. Her voice is completely suited for it. She comes from there. Yeah. She said, I want to, I want to open it up. Why can't I? I, I it's I, great. I totally related to yeah. that because I, I, you know, in my You're keeping, career, you're holding yourself back. Yeah. I think is your point. Yes. When you don't open up or take inventory and clean that stuff out. Clean the old stuff out. Not taking away from what it was. Yeah. Uh, slavery did exist. The Holocaust yes. did happen. Like yeah. these things are real and right. they are the most tragic, oh, tragic, disgusting awful. travesties that ever happened yes. ever in the history of ever. Um, but living in it and keeping it with you. It's tough. It is tough. On but, your soul. But if you want to move the conversation forward, you have to be willing to take some things out of your wheelhouse. And when I yeah. met a lot of these top people, there was this, they were they were holding back. You know, there was this- With you or with in me, general? Really? really? There was this thing where- um, That's shocking. I would meet so-and-so and they would be, uh-huh, nice, hi, great to see you. They were holding back. You could see no warmth there. None, none. But on the other hand, that same day when I met for the first time J.J. Abrams, who's doing this uh, this Bad Robot show about my life in New York, amazing. In he had none of that stuff. He was like, "Oh my God, Rue! Oh my God, Rue! Tell me, okay, how did you do this? And how did this? And and when you did this, how did this happen?" And they but were J.J.'s issued. a white man. He's a he's a white Jewish yeah. guy from New York who yeah. comes from who was in all those clubs back then, all that stuff. He doesn't have that. I'm sure he has his own set of things that he. We, well, we, honey, all, we do. all do. We all yeah. do. But it wasn't that. So when I say I I meet this one person, a black person, and there was this. Hold back. It was the same as in my family. I got the same thing in my neighborhood when I Which come back from the beach. Which is probably why it hits you stronger. Yeah. Because it's bringing you back to something that you've already worked through. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And you know that old familiar feeling and it's not a place you like to be. And I wanted to shake them and say, hey, you know, stop that. Yeah. Let's let's have some fun. Let's We're here to, to move this dialogue forward. Let's just get on. I got a lot of stuff to say. Yeah. Uh, Thank you, and Jas I, and Jasmine things, Masters. Yeah, well, and there's a lot of things that I want to hear from this <laughs> other course. person. But there's a wall standing be between us because of whatever thing baggage about me being either gay or I don't know is either the drag the gay the something who knows I don't know but um you could tell you you know right away yeah. when your presence is not wanted right I I know exactly what you're saying and yeah. sometimes I feel is that is that me right making like am I creating this because I'm insecure sure. or I don't feel worthy to be with these people it's a valid you, that's you have to ask yourself that Correct. question and most of the time it's like no because I am present I'm conscious and I'm aware of what's happening this is not me you're right and it's and for me, in my, this situation it was consistent with every single one that's of them. so shocking to me it is shocking because I I see your reaction maybe because I'm always around homosexuals but I see the reaction to people with you and how you've changed their lives and not just changed the culture of drag around the world, which you have. That's that's 
almost belittling what you do because it's great. It's an art form. It means everything to me, but that you've done so much more than that. And I see the reaction from people when they see you, meet you, even in the little place that we did last night. Like people like, oh, my God, who's mm-hmm, here? Mm-hmm. There was a lot of great people in that audience, mm-hmm. a lot of great people on that stage. But they were so excited by you because that's your people. That's your tribe. Mm-hmm. For some odd reason, um, the people that you were with were not welcoming you yeah. as your tribe. Well, you know, when you you, you get a puppy from the um, pound, pound, pound or something. Puppy. Yeah. And you go to reach to say, hi, baby. And it pulls back yeah. and you go, oh. And that puppy rarely ever uh, breaks out of that hurt. Breaks out of that hurt. And I understand that hurt. But, you know, at an early age, you, you gotta, have you to work on it. You gotta you've got to work on it. That puppy needs work. Yeah. Those people need to work on themselves because you know what? It's got nothing to do with you. Right. We're back to that whole thing. Mm-hmm. Yes, they have to do the inventory. Yes, they have to clean out. Yes, they have to move on or even find out, acknowledge and say, yes, I see you there, but let's open this dialogue. Let's sure. move further because the way I'm acting is affecting other people right. and they're not even aware of it. They're not aware of it. And it's interesting too, uh, um, you know, because the, the whole point of this uh seminar this thing it was a two-day thing uh was to move the conversation forward and i just thought isn't this ironic isn't it yeah just it was it was really really crazy but it's not just it's every human being has to do inventory it's not just because you're black or because you're this or that oh no it's part that was just your situation my situation there it has to do with the human experience on this planet if you want to move if we as a race of people on this planet humans want to move the conversation forward, we have to talk about that other voice that we have. We yeah. have to talk about those other, uh, secu- that's other security blanket, that other identity that we hang on to as a victim or as a uh, someone who's been downtrodden, whatever. We have to be willing to let that go. I love nothing more than being surprised that way. Uh-huh. And that's like, I was talking about Mandy Moore in 47 Meters Down, how I never liked her as an actress. I just didn't buy it. And I love being surprised and going, oh, my God. I like." Jessica Simpson was the same way for me. Mm -hmm. I couldn't stand her Mm -hmm. because I felt like Goldie Hawn was a perfect dumb blonde. You know, you actually are a dumb blonde. And Mm -hmm. I hated it. And I felt like she acted it up. And it, it pissed me off. I felt like it set women back. Like, what are you doing? What did she do to change it? Whatever she did, I love her now. Jessica Simpson. Yes, I think it's, I opened my mind to the fact that this is what she was doing at the moment. And she mm-hmm. was very young and, you know, this was working for her. Mm-hmm. Um, her issues are not my issues. It's not my place to judge. And then I realized, look at her go. She's got this billion dollar company. She's a mother. She's happily married. She makes mistakes. And maybe because I'm growing as well, mm-hmm. but I like to open my mind. Uh, and I've talked about this be- before with bisexuality too. Like my whole mind has been changed on that. I grew up in a generation where you understand that bisexuality mm-hmm. was the first step to homosexuality. Mm-hmm. It was it's a much- gateway drug. Correct. It was much easier for a gay person to say they were bisexual back when we grew up. Mm -hmm. It just was. You couldn't say you were gay. Mm -hmm. So it was always in my head, bisexuality doesn't exist. It's just you're gay and you don't want to say it. Mm. But over the past, I'm going to say three years or so, four years, it's recent, I realized, oh, my God, bisexuals are valid. They actually I wish exist. I were a bi- bisexual. Well, there's definitely more out there if you're bisexual. I mean, the, con- you mean, the concept of it is yeah. so brilliant. It's it like, you know. And it makes sense. Yeah, it does complete make sense. Complete sense. Complete and I hate to use a stupid analogy, but it's true. You know, some days you feel like chicken, some days you feel like fish. And it's right. true. Right. And I don't mean to use fish. Let's say beef and chicken. But at the end of the day, um, so not all relationships are equal. And this genitalia has got very little to do with emotions. Yeah. You know, they're, they're connected in some ways, but not always. That's why I've always admired porn stars because, you know, depending on what the role call, calls for, they'll be it. They'll do whatever it takes. There's a they... lot of gay porn stars that'll go home to their wives. Sure. And it's because they live bisexual lives or do what they have to do for a job. But I, I love that. It's... But I wonder what, what it takes. We're going to take a break real quick, but I wonder what it actually takes to change the mind. To to change your wheelhouse, yeah. to be able to say, I'm done with this hurt. I think there's also a, a sort of a statute of limitations. I think by the time you turn 40, um, oh, your that window closed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I think there's a way, you know, I left my mother's house when I was 15 and I was thrust out into the world with all these different people um, with my tribe. I found my tribe when I was 15. And, and I knew it was all, it was sort of the, it was like the Monty Python concept where 
everything is to be joked about. And Always not- look on the bright side yes. of life. Yeah. Yes. And to, don't take everything so seriously. Yeah, for so sure. So I was faced with all of these things that I was domesticated with from childhood. Yeah, but leaving your house at 15 and being able to say that is mature. Yeah. Think about that. Because 15, Lola's 15. I can't imagine her on her own, not in a million years. You're an old soul from way Well, yes, I, I moved in with my sister yes. when I was 15. Yes. So they And they are only seven years older than me. So I was with a younger people, but I was also in this performing arts school where I was around these other kids from all over the world. And we looked at the world artistically. And yeah. how do you dissect a character? How do you uh, bring this this thing out of your body and present it on stage yeah which then allows you to see what is in your wheelhouse mm-hmm. where are the areas where i'm closed or stopped yeah and i'd be faced with things i thought wait a minute is that being racist or is this this or is she being sexist or and i ultimately go who cares correct and it took me i'm gonna agree with you and say it took me to probably late 30s 40 years old mm-hmm. to go I actually don't care what anybody thinks anymore. Mm-hmm. All that matters is what I'm thinking about myself and how I'm working about myself. And I know that these words can be easily flung out sure. there instead. But there is something to be said about living life. You do need to put in the work to get to the point where yeah. you can say that. Because telling a 13-year-old who might be listening to this now, mm-hmm. it's not easy because they haven't lived enough life to go, you know what? I, I don't care. Right. Because they have to go through the stuff where they are going to care and then get hurt and then realize at the end of the day, their issues are their issues and mine are mine. So it does, mm-hmm. life lessons, you do have to live. Wisdom does come with age. Yeah. And yeah. with age comes these lessons that you really do learn. People say awful things. They do. Awful. There's some awful things in the world. Awful. Th- and and uh, do but we have to take a break? Business. Yeah, we're going to take a break. Yeah, I want to talk about that. We're going to talk more about this. This is a, a, an ongoing dialogue. Yeah. So yeah. we'll take a quick break. We'll be right back after this. Adam and Eve, Doc, did you ever wonder what the real Adam and Eve were like, Michelle? If you believe in Adam and Eve? <laughs> the Adam and Eve that I, in my head, uh-huh. look like my Barbie doll Adam and Eve. Oh, boy. Well, but I, can uh, the Adam and Eve in my imagination are very sexy. Of course. They're, they're, uh, they're sexual positive in that they love all things sexual. No judgment. No judging each other. They don't judge each other. They can it, taste the forbidden fruit. Sure, why not? Yes. What is fruit is there to be eaten. eaten exactly. Thank you. So if you feel the way I feel, you need to go to adamandeve.com for your one-stop shopping for all things that are essential and sexy and naughty, naughty, and naughty. exciting and new. Yes, that's how you keep a relationship exciting yeah. you know you invite other aspects and imagination into your sensual relationship and there's no shame in the game which there's is why we love adam and eve so go to adamandeve.com and for a limited time only you're going to get 50 percent off just about any item and also you guys free shipping and no we're not kidding go to adamandeve.com today for that special offer 50 percent off one item when you type in the offer code are you go to adamandeve.com today Oh my gosh, Michelle. Yes, I said gosh. You know why I said gosh? No. Because on the television shopping channels, yeah. they always say gosh. They have to. They have to say gosh. Yeah. And I'm saying it now because of Squarespace. Yay! You know I'm in love with Squarespace. I mean, who isn't? And by the way, I think they were our first sponsor. They really were. So, so they're pioneers, not only on our <laughs> podcast, but they're pioneers in the concept of making a website really Easy. And that's the key word. That's a four-letter word that you should use every day. It really, it's a good four-letter word. Easy. Easy. If you want a, a website, go to squarespace.com and use that offer code are you child. You will not be sorry. So many people have been serviced, honey, by Squarespace <laughs> and their websites. It's just so easy. It is easy, guys. And when you're ready to purchase a plan, get 10% off with the offer code are you. That's squarespace.com offer code are you. Easy. We are back. Now, Michelle and I were talking about getting rid of old past hurts. How do you take that out of your identity? How do you move forward and do an inventory where you take old ideas that do not serve you anymore and replace them with ideas that do, where I'm not so offended by something someone might say? It's starting... Um, just like you said about the inventory, which I think is really a good way to think about it because it almost puts it in front of you. You Mm -hmm. know, like here's your list of things that are going in your head. But it's 
I think a big part of it is responsibility. And I, I came to this point because what you're doing is you're keeping that going. You're the one who's keeping that sure. negative crap going. Right. And finding- But how do you know even, even that it's negative? How do you even recognize it as a, as a construct? You know, the, the idea that your thoughts were implanted there or that you were programmed with these thoughts, whether they're good or bad or, you know, you know that it's why meditation is so brilliant because you get to have a perspective on yourself and go, oh, look, there I am. Oh, mm. and look, here's the whole list of, of, of ideas that were programmed into my head because, and looking at them objectively. Correct. But I think ultimately you know what you're doing. And that's what I'm talking about with responsibility. Because I don't think any of it's unconscious. I do think the feelings that we were talking about of bringing the past generations, some of that can be um, unconscious because you were drilled that into your brain growing up and it wasn't your intentional behavior. So it got... It's like a cult in a way where it got fed into your brain. Like the KKK. Or Scientology. I grew up in the church, so that's mm -hmm. all I know. Mm -hmm. But a perfect example is I was arguing on Twitter a couple... Wait a minute. Why were you arguing I'm going to tell Twitter? you why. Because there... I am... One thing that makes me upset, but when I say upset, I mean... Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It just... It was worthy of a tweet. Mm -hmm. um, I blocked somebody on Instagram for posting a really horrible picture um, from years ago. And... They claim that they were a fan page. Mm -hmm. And so they'll post a picture and they'll go, oh, Mama Roo, mm -hmm. with like laughing faces. Mm -hmm. So I had to say, I'm so glad you're a fan. Like, what are you getting out of posting an awful picture of anybody? And mm -hmm. there's the ones that exist of me as well. Oh, honey. And you've seen them all. Uh, yeah, everybody's got them. Yeah, you know? and, and whatever. I don't care. That's not the point. The point is you're a fan and you're a fan page. What you're doing is shady. It's not a it's, yeah. it's it's not a joke. Mm -hmm. There's a difference between joking and shady. Mm -hmm. And there is a line and you have to be responsible. You you what you're doing is evil mm -hmm. and you're being fucking mean. And it's not okay to then turn around and go, you can't take a joke. Bitch, I am the first person to take a joke. Mm -hmm. I love to be roasted. I want to be made fun of. But there's a difference. That was fucking mean. You love to be spit roasted, don't you? Uh, spit roasted is my favorite. Uh -huh, don't uh -huh. tell anybody. Yeah, uh -huh. But my point is, who's responsible for that? That negative, awful, dark behavior. Yeah. You're responsible for that. So my point is, don't try to cover it up and say it was a joke. And perfect example was the reunion with Nina Bonina saying, ah, it was a joke. You know, and she was like, and I think it was Shay was like, no, you weren't kidding. You didn't mm -hmm. say just kidding. And even if you say just kidding, it almost doesn't take it away. Shade is shade. Truth is truth. Dorian Corey said, uh, that's not shade. That's just fact. Right, right. Well, I, I love that you said that because I just recently tweeted about uh, our president. I say that with him. No, just call him 45. Yeah, 45. Yeah. Where I, I said, I, I tweeted, um, if you are a fake you assume everything else is fake too correct you are heir to the laws of the world you identify with if right. you are a liar you naturally assume everyone is lying to you right and you are you are heir to the laws of the world you identify with so the people who are shady you know they might say oh i just meant it like there's a i just meant it as a joke no they are also uh, the the knife cuts both ways. Correct. They are also thinking the world is doing that to them. Yeah. So my point is, I understand. They, that. It'll take care of itself yes. because that's the world they've chosen to live in. Correct. One post is is could be funny. Two is on, it's just right. mean. Yeah. There's no point for it. That There's was no my point. only point. I am no savior. I'm not out here to crusade and you know be like I'm Rue's great defender. But at the end of the day, if they did it about me, if they did it about my kids, which I've seen some awful comments or mm -hmm. about you or that's my you're my family. They're my family. I'm going to say something and then sure. block. Goodbye. You're done. Yeah. Why did you block a fan page? Because, bitch, you're not a fucking fan you're page. You're not a, actually a fan. A fan page. is not going to fucking do that. Right. A fan is never going to do that. To have fun and, and poke fun here and there, of course, we love it. Yeah. I love, but that was downright Well, dirty. you know, it's funny. The Eckhart Tolle has this theory on why the human ego will do that because the human ego needs to have something over on someone else. That's why gossip is such a great, it's, it's, uh, has such value in our culture. Because when you come to a party or somewhere, and I don't care if it's to the Pope or to the president or whoever, and you say, girl, guess what I have? Mm, yep. Guess what I, at, in that moment, the ego is, you're on an, uh, a higher plane than whoever it is 
you're talking to. Yes. And having that falsely, one, by the way. Yeah. Well, having that one upsmanship is what the ego thrives for. So when a person puts something out there that says, ha ha, it's the same thing. It's the same phenomenon where the ego needs to be put someone down to make themselves feel more powerful. But the truth is that never works because in that world, you're heir to the laws of the world you identify with. In that world, it's always, if you're not up, someone else is. Correct. You know, it's not just... It's false. It's false. It's like worshiping a false god. Yeah. It's false. It doesn't exist. And it gives you a satisfaction for in a that moment. minute. Correct. But then it, you drop right back down because in that world, it's up and down, up and down. And I understand how hard it is to fight the urge to gossip or whatever or be the one to tell the joke. I get it. I really do get it. But there is a line that it's like not funny, not helpful, not even juicy enough for me to go, oh, it's just like, why are you saying this? Mm -hmm. Like, why are you doing this? So it was just, you know, I said, I told them on, uh, on Twitter, I was like, I'm going to talk to Rue about the difference between joking and shady. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what it is. You know, joking, by the way, if it's a joke, it should be funny. Yeah. Right. And that Ellen said it. She's like, if you're, if, if you have to explain, or if you're, la if you're not laughing at a joke, that means it's not funny. AKA, it's not a joke. Yeah, that's not a joke, bitch. That's fucking mean. Although earlier today, I was talking to um, our producer, and he, you know, he always asks me how I'm doing, and my response is always, I don't see how that's any of your business. <laughs> and he told me that that joke was not funny anymore. No, that is funny. And I told him, I don't. I said that joke is always funny because. And I said, that joke is in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Of, and I, I every time he asked me, and of course, I'd say the exact same thing. I'm like, I'm not defending that joke no. because that joke is in the stratosphere. I could say it a hundred times. Yes. And I'm not, make, I'm not saying it for him uh, to be fine. I'm thinking for me. Correct. Yeah. I, can I get, is there an anal option? We'll never get old. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the warning. We'll yeah, never, never get, get old. old. Yeah. Never get that old. That explains the smell. We'll never get yeah. old. Or, um. You can blame Obama for that. Yes, or fill in the blank. Fill in the blank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So there's a, there's things that will never get old. But jokes, jokes are funny. <laughs> jokes make you laugh. Well, those things are funny because it's twist on a phrase. Because we're going on a line of consciousness, and then you make a a, a left turn that doesn't fit. And it's it's hilarious. Brilliant. It's yes, brilliant. Of course. You know. We're doing our solo podcast here, and uh, I need to keep these moving because I have so many things to talk to you about. Uh -huh. So my next topic is, did you see the Table 19 movie? No. With Lisa Kudrow. Anna Kendrick. Um, I, I watched it on the airplane because I was out of movies to watch. It's on the airplane already? On the airplane. Well, I mean, the title alone is not a strong enough title, in my opinion, Yeah. to make you want to watch it. But it was Do pink. you know who directed it or anything? Um, um, I don't know who directed it, but that's easily find out. Because I saw when Lisa Kudrow was doing press on it. and Oh, you I, did? I, I, yeah, it was a few, just a few months ago. Um, Table 19, the movie was directed by Jeffrey Blitz. And the, the cast... I can't, to me, the best way to describe it is a modern breakfast club. Stephen Merchant is a genius. and Is he part of Ivory Merchant? Is he a son of Ivory Merchant? That's a good question. But you know who he is. He's British. He always does that, um, that smiley, quirky, crazy face. Oh, yeah. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Um, I can't even begin to tell you how brilliant... He is. I'm a, I thought this was about a wedding party, and it this is. was the child's table at a, or the no. undesirables at Correct. a wedding. So they go to this wedding. They don't know why they're all at table nineteen, but they figure out very quickly that they're basically the unwanted table. <laughs> so it's the ex nanny of the girl who's getting married. Why it's, would she invite them if you're? Because it's a brilliant cast. It's it's the ex um, ex boyfriend of the brother of the bride. Ex-girlfriend, sorry, ex-girlfriend of the brother uh -huh, of the bride, but uh -huh. she's friends. Obviously, they were together for a long time, so she's yeah. still friends with the bride. It's uh, Lisa, Put them at table 19. Put them at table 19. Lisa Kudrow and Craig Robinson. Craig Robinson is the guy from The Office. And he's from Hot Tub Time uh, That Machine. one. And Tony Revolori steals the show, him and Stephen Merchant. Tony Revolori is the guy that was in um, uh, Grand Budapest does Hotel. Dallas. Yeah. Uh, the Grand Budapest Hotel. Uh -huh. He is so brilliant. So anyway, I watched this movie just on, you know, a whim because I saw the, yeah. the pretty pink thing. And it is so brilliant huh. and so well done. 
I recommend it to everybody that I wrote it down straight away. I just wanted to talk to you about it because it is so freaking funny and so good. So if you guys have not seen it and you're looking for a I'm movie to watch. I'm going to see it on the plane. Oh, Rue, it's so good. I'm going to see it. You're going to laugh. You're at, there were so many moments of full on laughter. Well, they said that oh, we're going to take a break, but they said that uh, Beatrix, Beatrice at dinner is another one like that with Salma Oh, I'm Hayek. dying to with see Sal. that. With but Sal. But Salma Hayek. Salma Hayek. Is it out now? Yeah, I think it's, yeah, it is out. It's okay. out. But I, I'm not going to go to a movie theater. The, the problem with me Why going to- Why don't you go to a movie theater? Because it, the popcorn is there and it's going to pull me in. And it's, I'm You're not- You're not going to go to a movie because of popcorn? I can't, I can't do it without the popcorn. And then when I fall into the popcorn- then I'll never the come out. And... I'll never come out. Can I just tell you, there's nothing like movie theater popcorn. Oh my God. You know what? I got to confess. We're going to go to break, but last night I had some popcorn at your show. I went to see Michelle in a show. Was it, the, was it popcorn there? They had popcorn there. And it was even, it was old popcorn. I didn't, I don't care. I, I don't care. Love I don't care. Popcorn. I don't care. I'm so with you. Oh my God. I am so, fake butter, salt, and yeah. I even put mustard. You are a freak. Freak. Oh my goodness. Freak. No, I want my popcorn straight up. Sometimes, I'll, maybe I, sometimes I, if, if, I've, if I've ever made it at home, I'll even just put a little bit of salt on it. I don't care. You don't I want need it just that plain? crunch. I can have it plain. I love the salt. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But girl, I'll uh, make a fool out of myself. I'm with. I'm I'll with. make a fool out of I, myself. I'll get a tub. Listen, I'm going to tell you something. If there was anything left in that tub, yeah. I would take it out back and kick its ass. <laughs> I get it refilled Be- right after because it made a fool out of me yes. i can't be having that oh my god i'm so with you so. oh my god all right we're gonna take a quick break we'll be right back i feel like i want to talk in my voice right now that's rooted in my soul because this is something i really love michelle okay this is squarespace all right baby. root it baby it's rooted in my real deep heart and soul because i love this company. Yes. Squarespace.com. They make it so easy for people to make their websites. And I love when people get to express themselves. Mm -hmm. And Squarespace is the place to go. Used to be really difficult to make Websites. Uh, not only difficult, baby, but really expensive. You needed a webmaster. Yeah, call nobody a master. Hey, you ain't got moment. This is not slave days. You don't own me. You know what I'm saying? Don't you tell me. Squarespace is in this with you. They're your partners, equal partners. And actually, they're pulling a lot more of the weight. True. And here's the thing, you guys. You can get a free trial at Squarespace with no credit card required just by going to squarespace.com. And you know the rest. But I've got a letter here I want to... I want to. I wrote a letter to daddy. I wrote a letter. <laughs> Not a very Is good... that your Betty Davis yeah. impersonation? Can you do one? Um, no, but I can do probably as good as you. I wrote a, a letter. letter. To daddy. God, we're really bad. Yeah, okay. terrible. This is the letter uh, that we've got today um, from Amy Conradine. Amy Conradine. First of all, thank you for Drag Race and introducing the world to these amazingly talented queens right to our screens. Your recommendation of Squarespace has helped me reignite the fire under my arse. So she must be British. Yes, that's right. Um, to get back out there and show the world what I am made of. And it would really mean the world to me. And then some, if you could view my website and let me know what you think. It's amyconradine.com. Amy, A-M-I-E, Conradine, C-O-N-R-A-D-I-N-E.com. I've always written music to cope with my own demons. And by having this website, people can now easily access it. I hope that by sharing my heartache, other people can find some relief in it too. Amy, that sounds beautiful. And we are so happy that you're taking your heartache out on paper. That's right. And uh, what better place than to put your artistic vision on a website where everybody can see it. And that's where Squarespace comes in. They make it so easy to create these websites yes we love it and we love them and we love you and we got all those great emails keep them coming to us at rupaulpodcast at gmail.com about your squarespace website hopefully we can get it on the air and you guys when you're blown away and ready to confirm a plan at squarespace.com use that offer code ru to get 10 percent off you'll be getting a great deal and helping to keep what's the tea free by the way uh and Offer code are you all that plus your offer code are you all right so Michelle you were you were earlier you were talking about you had a list of things that you wanted to talk you tell me about your sinus infection that's sexy oh isn't my it? god that's really sexy very sexy do you have you have a history of sinus infections? never never in my life oh is it going up and down in the plane uh, this is what happened ready uh-huh. I took five planes in forty eight hours. Oh, that sounds like math. Five planes. That's a lot. Wait a minute. Five planes in two days. Okay. Okay? All right. And 
I am really good with planes about cleanliness. I touch anything. I use it even when I go to the bathroom. Clean, you know, obviously. Right. Dry. Lotion. And then I use the napkin to open the door. I wipe off my table if I'm going to use it. Uh-huh. My hand things. I'm that girl. Okay. I'm not OCD, but on planes, I know the turn the turnaround. Sure. And I'm also, you're in recycled air and all that stuff. Yeah. So I'm blaming it on that, though nothing could be proven. So I wake, I get home on a Thursday. The next day is Friday. I'm watching TV with my husband. I go like this to my nose and I'm like, ow. Mm-hmm. Like touching it like this. It was tender. Ow. Mm-hmm. And then I look in the mirror and it looks a little red. And I'm like, what did I do? And the next morning I wake up and it, my nose is pouring out of my face. I'm like, please don't be blood. Please don't be blood. Mm-hmm, I turn mm-hmm. over. I blow my nose. It wasn't. Mm-hmm. It wasn't blood. Mm-hmm. But I go to the mirror. It's bright red. Your nose is swollen. bright red. So you're like the W.C. Fields of, of drag. 100% only. Mm-hmm. Here's the weird part. Mm-hmm. It was the bridge of my nose. Mm-hmm. Not the ball, not the tip, mm-hmm. not anything. The bridge of my nose. It was so red and swollen. I'm going to show you a picture as we do this. And story. you had to have taken a picture of it. Of course, I've never seen my nose look this way. <laughs> Wouldn't you take a picture of it? No. What's this fissure on my asshole? Should I take a picture of it? <laughs> so um, the next day was a Saturday. Um, and it hurt the whole day. Did you take anything for it? Did you take an ibuprofen? I took whatever I could. I thought maybe I'm just getting a sinus infection. I've never had one. But I know your sinuses are more like under your eyes, right? right? So I told my husband, he's like, I think you should go to the Medimerge, you know, like the urgent care. Sure. And I was like, don't be ridiculous. And he goes, so I gave it one more day. And I guess that puts me at uh, Sunday. And I did go to the urgent care. And she looked at it. She touched. You could not touch it. Mm-hmm. It killed that desperately. Mm. And she said, oh, this isn't a sinus infection. This is something called cellulitis. And I said, what cellulitis? So cellulitis apparently is an infection you get in your skin. Yes. That I know a lot of larger people get. They deal with, um, I think diabetics deal with it. And I started researching it. And apparently um, people get it uh, on their their arms and their legs. And the, the other popular place is their nose. Wow. And here's a picture of me. This is when I had it uh-huh. before. And 24 wow. hours later, right? Wow. But I started reading about how People could die. Yes, I know. George once had it he, uh, from a mosquito bite in Florida. So he had it too. Yes, and I, we had actually taken him to the hospital. Yeah. 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 So I'm glad my husband said, you need to go. Because when I tell you, I I yeah. couldn't. So tender. A feather couldn't touch it. Uh. And so she she wasn't freaked out. But when I posted something about it on Facebook, everybody had me freaked out because they're like, this went to their heart and this one almost died from yeah. it. Don't take it lightly. Oh, my God. And I was like, okay. The doctor was like, take this course of antibiotics. Mind mm-hmm. you, it was a very heavy course of antibiotics because mm-hmm. I said I really don't want to take antibiotics if I don't have to. I don't know what's wrong with you, you hippie people. You know how I am. Yeah. So she said, well, you can give it 24 hours, but I wouldn't wait any longer. I said, fuck it. I'll just take it. I'll do yeah. what she tells me to do. Thank God I did mm-hmm. because apparently it could have gone bad. Yeah. But I had no idea what cellulitis was. Mm-hmm. But if anybody's ever had it out there, I can't tell you the pain. And so what it comes from is the staph infection mm-hmm. or, seps- or sepsis, mm-hmm. staph or... Sep- no, no, wrong. Sepsis is what happens in your bloodstream. Mm. Staph or strep. So the way I put it together was I just flew five planes in 48 hours. Uh, I touched something yeah. not clean somewhere yeah. on that plane. So that's what I think it was. But, something in the milk ain't clean. Correct. Yeah. But I thought it was really, I wanted to tell you about it because A, I've never done it. B, I never had a sinus infection. This is so. the thing, you know, when you live in this human body and you hear about, you live long enough and you hear about all the things that could happen to you. Yep. And you think about, oh my goodness, I've been very lucky. Very lucky. All the things that could happen to you. I, I didn't, I knew about this, of course, through the George. George's thing. But did you but ever hear about I'd it before I've never heard that? it before. No. I'd heard of encephalitis, which is... Measles encephalitis or encephalitis. That comes from... The, I think that's from mosquitoes. Yeah, that could be one. Yeah. It's also measles. But this thing, this what, what's the thing? Cellulitis. You Cellulitis. It was an infection on the skin that George had, and we had to take him to Jefferson Memorial Hospital in Miami. And he, I think he stayed overnight. Yeah. Well, they you can get it that badly. Yeah. So for me, it was getting on that antibiotic right away, and it yeah. took it. I showed you that picture. It was twenty four hours. In twenty four hours, my nose went from that puffy red thing mm-hmm. down to you know looking almost normal. Listen, if you ha- are in good health. At this moment, and you're listening to us right now. Be grateful. Knock wood. Be grateful. Be grateful. All the other Michigas do not pay attention to it. You have to live your life. Be healthy. Health 
is everything. wealth. It's everything. It's everything. That's what they say. Money can't buy health. Right. Money can't buy happiness. Look, money's great. We sure do like things. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, if you are healthy, you've got one step ahead of the game. Yeah. You know, I my my back has gone out a few times. Like, well, you've had back er, issues for Yeah, years. for years. In my early 30s, uh, it, it went out for no... And, you know, I, I do things now to keep it uh, pliable and, and working. But... um. When your back goes out, actually, it was a sneeze. I one morning I woke what? up and I was in bed and I sneezed. This is about ninety three. Yeah, sneezed through my back out from a sneeze. From laying sneeze. down, laying down in bed in the morning before I get up. Uh, and when your back goes out, you realize how you use your back for everything. everything. You everything. reach reaching for anything, just even like turning your head. You use. Your back. Yes. That's why it's so important. I had a neck injury that I did at the gym. Uh, I don't know if... Yeah, you remember because the end of... If you guys go back and watch the end of season three, I have a neck brace on at the reunion. Mm -hmm. And that was a real neck brace. That wasn't an act. I couldn't even... We did a soul train line. I couldn't even get to the end of it without having to wear that brace. So I said to the producers, do you mind? And they were like, no, just have fun with it. I couldn't move and I did it at the gym from lifting two heavy weights right. two herniated discs and point being it radiated I thought it was my shoulder and I was mm-hmm. sent to rehab for my shoulder it had been my neck all along who discovered was it Jessica Fletcher did she discover Jessica Felcher oh yeah yeah she discovered that it was actually two th- did you have herniated disc in your neck did you have them operated on no I didn't so I found a you know me and my hippie ways yeah I found a chiropractor Dr. Alexander Keith in Lake Worth Florida I think and um he Ended up being, he's the triathlon Olympic team's chiropractor. He did the Grosten technique on my neck. He cold K-lasered my neck. He stopped me from having surgery from adjustment, K-laser, and Grosten technique. And Mm -hmm. he brought it back. He said, if you do this again... You're fucked. Right. So you cannot do this. So he had me adjust workouts. You mean like, weight, do weight, correct. too heavy a weight. He, yeah. If you blow it out again, you're done. Mm-hmm. So what he did was he said, you cannot do um, push-ups anymore. From now on, do your push-ups against the wall. He changed my whole workout. So it was great to have a sports medicine doctor help me through it because I was really into that bodybuilding Never do thing. push-ups again? Never on the floor. The, the weight bearing you on my neck. lucky bitch. I know, but I can do it on the wall. Uh-huh. I mean, can you tell that I do them all the time? Yeah, I can tell. I mean, it should be obvious. You know, it's amazing. You're amazing. Like a, you're like a triathlete. I mean, obviously. Yeah. But my daughter, Lily, has major scoliosis. Mm-hmm. And speaking about backs, and she's had it since she was seven. We found it when she was in. That's kind of a good sort of drag king name. Major scoliosis. Major scoliosis. Oh, that's a great yeah, drag major, king name. Major, major, like yeah. Jinx has major scales. This is major scoliosis. Oh, yeah, 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 I love yeah, it. Yeah. But she's in a back brace uh, since she's seven years old, mm-hmm. and she just recently got out of it. But the point is, your back is the center. Your back and your core yeah. are everything. And this kid has had to, you know, through her athleticism and through everything, mm-hmm. had to fight through it, and has been wearing a back brace more of her life than she hasn't. No, I'm switching. You Earlier, you said you had another colonic last week? Yeah, well, that has to do with health. I had another colonic before I went to Hawaii, so it was probably two weeks ago. What what prompted you to, to back that ass up? Um, because I was very bad with my food for the past probably oh, six months. Oh, so you wanted to get it out of I you. I wanted to get all the sugar I've been eating, all that stuff out of my body, because I've started cleansing. And I started um, about... Four days ago, the day that I got home from Hawaii. Four so five you're not going to go to Claim Jumper with? Not going to go to Claim Jumper until we're done filming. Claim Jumper has what's the what's it called? The Butterbear Pie. Butterbear Pie. No, it's not pie. It's Butterbear no, cake. 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 Butterbear cake. Oh, girl. Can't do that it. That cake was so good. You know what? Can't do it. I was so mad at that cake. That cake made a fool out of it me. It pissed you off. It, listen, if there was any more cake left on that plate, I would have took it out back and kicked it. Yes, ass. bitch, slap that ass. It was at Claim Jumper in Burbank at yeah. um uh, uh Olive and, and Riverside. And they also have that caramel looking thing. Yeah, you're obsessed with that. I'm a caramel person. Yeah. I do not like chocolate and I hate fruit on my cake. We've discussed this on podcast. Yeah, you are dark sided. I I am. I need cream Caramel. I'll take peanut butter. Mm-hmm. I'll take marshmallow. See, I don't like I don't like the marshmallow stuff. I love peanut butter, but I only want peanut butter you on love a pe- And you like a, peanut butter cookies. I like peanut butter cookies, but you don't. Do not put chocolate chips in a peanut butter cookie. Do not put nuts in a peanut butter cookie. Do not put nuts in anything. I want a pure peanut butter cookie. You better put some damn fork marks on top of that peanut butter cookie. Yes. It's got to be crispy on the outside and moist on the inside. I'll bake them That's for you. That's the only way. Christmas time. I'll but bake them for you. I don't like... I don't like peanut butter sauce. I, I like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich if I make it. 
No one ha- can make it for me. Same with tuna. By the way, every peanut butter tastes different. So I understand that. Yeah. And I like specific peanut butters. But for me, unless you've lived on the East Coast, you're not going to know what Friendly's is. But Friendly's has the lock and the market on peanut butter sauce and peanut butter sundaes and peanut butter ice cream and peanut butter everything. See, now, you, this is, you just gave yourself away because, you know, I, oh, I don't want to take no antibiotics. Ooh, oh, no, girl. girl. Uh, uh, no, hypocrite, uh, hypocrite. I, I can't do that because I... I don't eat it, Rue. I can dream about it, but I don't eat it. Don't dream it, be it. Bitch, you just told me that when you were living in Florida, you had... You... That was six years ago. It was, yeah. Okay. All right. Six years ago, mm-hmm. I ate one of them shits every day and Dairy Queen. What? Yeah. What's good, but Rue? Give me the abri- <laughs> What's good? <laughs> and then what? Give me the abbreviated version because you walked me through this long ass diatribe about what that. The colonic? No. The, oh. well, I'm going to go back to the colonic, which yeah. is it's related to what you're going to say. Okay. But you went to Friendly's to get, let me describe it to you. Oh. You got the butter, you got. What's it called? Give me the name of it. The Reese's Pieces Sunday. The Reese's Pieces Sunday. Mm-hmm. Okay, it has. It, I'm going to break it down for you. It has four scoops of butter crunch, crunch, butter crunch ice cream. Yeah. You can put whatever ice cream you want. Right. Butter and crunch is my choice. Yes, yeah, you didn't. You didn't use the fudge. You but you're the- not describing the ice cream. What is- the ice cream <laughs> is butter flavored with little chunks, little chips of butter toffee that are not wrapped in chocolate. So you uh-huh. get the crunch sure. of the butter bits yeah. in the butter flavored ice cream. Right. Then go. Yeah. Then you then you don't do the chocolate syrup. You do the peanut butter syrup. You do the marshmallow sauce, which and I replace- seems so gross. No. And Never. Then, yeah, oh, marshmallow sauce. <gasps> That's ridiculous. No, it's redonk. The only way you you have marshmallows is if they've been In toasted over an open fire. Okay, I'll take that too. <laughs> I'll put marshmallow on anything, bitch. Whip it out. I'll cover <laughs> it <in> marshmallow. <laughs> Done. Done. And I don't put hot fudge because hot fudge takes Obliterates over everything. The flavor. It's, it's like putting. A grapefruit yeah. and a fruit salad. Sure. It takes over. Or cilantro. Like it takes yeah, over. I don't like cilantro. No. Yeah. So the hot fudge I'll eat gets... it if I have to. No, I won't. But I don't like it. Hot fudge gets replaced by caramel or butterscotch. Then, mm. like you said, peanut butter sauce, marshmallow. And then you put then some stupid ass rainbow cream. sprinkles on it? On top of the whipped cream. That is ridiculous. No. Because the first bite you, di- you go into, it's whipped cream with the crunch of the rainbow sprinkles. Not whipped cream. You have marshmallow sauce. That's not whipped cream. Under the whipped cream. Uh, uh, the okay. whipped cream on top. Hold your nuts. I don't want your nuts. Get those I love, nuts. I love the nuts though. Out of yeah. my sundae. Uh-huh. And no cherry. Rainbow sprinkles. Go. Oh my goodness. Go, bitch. You're talking about a diabetic coma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But worth oh my God. every bite. Well, you know. Haven't and done so it. you recently, and we got to go to break right so, away, but no, you wait. had this colonic. Because listen, we talked about this colonic. I went to this one place where... I'm not, I want to be gross. We just talked about food. We, I'm going to be gross. This is why we're having the colonic. Okay. Um, <laughs> this one place where, okay. Let I'm me just resetting. say it this way. Let I'm me say resetting. it this way. Okay. The, what I'm used to having with colonics is you stick a tube up where something goes in and then the other tube, something comes out, right? I went to a place where something goes in and you had to evacuate yourself. I'm going to keep it clean. I'm going to keep it clean. You had to evacuate yourself. They take the tube out. Then you evacuate. I was like, what? What? Wait, it keeps going in and out, in and out? In and out, in and out. Then you went to a wrong place. It was wrong. It was a gift certificate, okay? Somebody gifted me this. Actually, it was Tom Trujillo gifted me this. Oh, Tom. It was that place. You should know better, Tom. I'm not going to say the name. It was this place down in Studio City on Lake. I know, no. Is it Laurel Canyon? It's It's Laurel Canyon. Canyon. You know the place. Uh, Yes, that's it. That's it. That's it. I I, I hated it. Okay. I hated it. Well, here's the deal. Do you want we to, have to go to want... break? All right, we'll come back we'll and talk, talk, about talk about colonics. Okay. <laughs> you know, Michelle, Adam and Eve are saving lives. They're saving marriages. They're saving so many things. Boredom. Boredom. That's a great, great thing to say to save and to to keep away from. Really. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're sitting there and you're like, "What am I going to do? I've watched all the TV shows. I've watched all my Netflix. Uh-huh. I crocheted eighteen blankets. I made two dinners. Yeah. I wrote a thesis paper. What am I going to do? Yeah. Oh, masturbate. Well, well, that yeah, yeah. There's that too. But you know, also if you've been in a relationship for a long, long time, and then you know your partner wants to get a little busy, and then have you ever been in the situation? Not you, maybe a friend of yours, where you they they take off their closer they want to do it and you're like that again yes oh honey especially after a very long time and it's like look not that i don't love it but let's do something different let's do something different let's switch it up let's act like you're a stranger and i don't know you oh i like like using your left hand okay (laughs) 
<laughs> well, that's where Adam and Eve comes in because they are your one-stop shopping location for all the toys and adult movies and lubricants and everything you can imagine. Plus a few things that we can't even mention on our podcast. Correct. And we have an offer that you won't be able to resist. Go to adamandeve.com and for a limited time only, you're going to get 50% off. 50% off? I said 50%. Oh, girl. And that's not all. Oh, no. When mm. you select your one item at 50% off, you're also going to get a free mystery gift. So sensual. We can't even mention it on the podcast. And to top it all off, yes, I know there's some tops out there like me. <laughs> They'll even throw in free shipping on your entire order and no child. We are not kidding. It is brilliant. Use that offer code RU. Go to Abba and Eve. Ad, did I say Abba? Abba Eve. Abba Eve. <laughs> Go to adamandeve.com. Use that offer code RU child. Yes, get 50% off one item when you type in the offer code RU. Um, and that's, of course, at checkout. That's adamandeve.com. Offer code what? RU. That's what's up. Okay, so you just recently had a colonic. You didn't do the terrible one. I don't even know why that's they're in business doing the one at the place that we didn't mention their name. First of all, I've never done that. Who would do that? Who would do that? I, the only reason you go is you want it done to you. Well, I've only ever done another one. So apparently there's three different ones. There's that one, which I've never heard of, which should, they should just beat themselves up. They should up. be banned. In the yes. state of California, that should be outlawed. They should punch themselves. Yeah. The second one was the first one I've ever had, which was when I was in Florida. And they, the girl administers it. There's two tubes. You, sh you know, she turns the water on or you can do it yourself if you mm -hmm, wanted to. It's mm -hmm, right next to you. Mm -hmm. And then she'll tell you, hold, hold, hold. And yeah. then she'll tell you to push. Yes, that's the one I, that's the. Well, the one I'm doing now is the, the lazy man's colonic. It's amazing. This technician's been doing it forever. She owns the, the what place. What part? Is it West LA? No, girl, it's out by me. Uh, it's in Agora Hills. Yeah. You lay there on your side for the first part. Mm -hmm. You do it. You know, she's kind of rubbing your stomach. She she does everything. Everything. She pushes. You don't have to push. You don't have to do it. You're just on your phone the whole time. I, I mean, I'm talking to her, but you yeah. can be on. You could do whatever you want. But like, she'll fill you up and I'm going, ah, ah, ah. And uh -huh. she knows exactly yeah. when to pull it out. Right. She does everything. Wait, pull it out. Meaning suck it. Oh, yeah, uh-huh, you know, right. The, Release, yes. evacuate, Thank yes. You, whatever the word And is. are you one of those girls, will you look at the little um, window showing what's happening What's coming in? Absolutely, if I can see it. So the one in Florida, I could see everything going through the trough. Right. She's got it down by her, and she's telling me what she's seeing. Yeah, I don't want to see it. I no, don't I've I never like looked. to see it. I've never looked. I do. But then towards the end of it, when things were, she was like, I still haven't gotten a good release because I was uh -huh. so ruined by what yeah. I had eaten because uh -huh. I'd eaten so clean for almost three years. Yeah. And then I bombarded my body with all this sugar and gluten and things I shouldn't be having. Before the Hawaiian no, trip. No, I've been bad. I've Hear me. I'm being, I'm completely disclosing. Yeah. I have been bad for months, months. Forgive because, me, Father, for I have sinned. Yes, but I got this, the information back on my blood work saying that this diet wasn't working with my autoimmune. It wasn't doing anything. Everything else was great. Cholesterol, but, 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 but I was like, it's not, that's not why I went on this journey. you were on the journey. road for all this time. Correct. And I was so good on the road for all that time. It wasn't until I got home where I was like, Balls, balls deep in sugar and you potato were down chips to, to and the claim jumper. That's it. Yeah. So I, I've reset and I, you know, detoxing and doing all this stuff and, and getting back together. Because well, because we're about to start filming in two. Is it two weeks? Two weeks. But yeah. I also Rue, never felt as good as I felt for the past three. I felt fantastic. So I, sh there's something to be said about that versus what my blood work says. What are you talking about? You felt I what? felt great. Do after eating, the oh, eating the oh, way eating that I had the been eating, yeah. eating the rotten food. He, no, eating the good food. Okay, let me set it up. Okay. I had been eating this way, gluten-free, soy-free, vegan, sugar-free, sure. for two and a half years. Yeah. I felt fantastic. Okay. When I got my blood results back and they said it didn't make any difference, I then got so depressed and tailspinned that I was like, claim jumper, hi. Hey, hey girl. Hey. What's that? Y'all carry the um, butter, butterberry cake. You got some kid crab legs special tonight. What, 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 how your caramel is? What's the butter like? And um, do you have marshmallow sauce? Is it organic? What about the rainbow sprinkles? Mm -hmm. Salad. Who the fuck wants a salad? <laughs> so I went no, balls deep in, yeah. in that in that territory. world, you yeah. went to the dark, dark side. So I realized I started to feel like shit and get brain fog again. And I, I go, oh my God, maybe it is connected to food. So mm -hmm. I felt so good and clean on the other diet that I've gone back to that because it felt right. And I had two doctors say that I should try a ketogenic diet. And the other doctor said I should try autoimmune paleo. And there's something fundamentally wrong in my mind with eating nothing but meat and meat products and dairy products. I know that on paper, your body might be burning fat and I might be lean and ripped, but my arteries are closing 
with each meal. I mm. know it. It's just medical fact. Yeah, but Michelle, have you ever had a, a meat product called bacon? There is nothing in my life that I love more than bacon. <laughs> Crispy bacon? Crispy is the only way. My daughter's like a kind of floppy. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. I... Burn yeah, that. I want bit. that shit to be crispy. Bacon equals death. Yeah. So yeah. I don't care what people tell you, all these crossfitters, all the paleo, you can do whatever you want. I'm not taking your lifestyle away from you. But I know at the end of the day, that stuff closes your arteries. Sure, right. There is a direct correlation. You're right. And you can check any study out there. This is medical proof. There's a direct correlation between diabetes and meat eating mm -hmm. and heart disease and animal and protein. See, that eating. is why I'm on this the Demi, Red Bull Demi, Demi, Mo Demi Moore diet where I only drink Red Bull. And you get liposuction. All over your entire. Did body. you hear that? I just took it's. If you the, bottomed out, girl. Yeah, this is a, a twenty ounce, uh, twenty. Ounce. I just started today. It will not last. I know you like I know myself. Yeah, yeah. I, I do, but I told everybody because somebody told me that Demi Moore. See how I said it right? That you she did. did this movie. Where what uh, body? Uh, not body of. No, no, no. I'm gonna say it because then okay. it'll give away who. Who um, told me this? Okay, because the d director of the oh movie, the director okay. yeah told me that um, on the set she all she did was drink red. Well, Bulls. you know, supermodel diet anything. was right. What cigarettes and black coffee? I love it. Cigarettes and black coffee. I love it. That's Gorgeous. what they used to say all the time. Yeah. So well, because I heard this director tell me that that's all she did on this, and her body was ripped and gorgeous. Her body's insane. And this is a, a recent movie. Uh, I was going to say still she's still insane. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, yeah, but. She's aged some, but her she still looks uh, gorgeous. Amazing. I think gorgeous, she's beautiful. Yeah. What was her character on on General Hospital? Um, Jackie Templeton. Oh, Jackie Templeton. Yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, either I, Jackie Templeton or the or Laura Templeton. I don't remember one of them. Yeah, that voice. That oh voice. my God, it's always been there. Anyway, so I decided today that I would have a smoothie this morning for mm -hmm. breakfast, and that um, I would drink Red Bull all day. Now, um, somebody went out and got me this Red Bull. It's a twenty. 20, 20 fluid ounces. Yes. What are you going to do when it's time for your next Red Bull and we don't have any? <laughs> oh, shit's going to break Oh, I can't wait to see what happens next. <laughs> it's good, though. I like the flavor. You know, on Drag Race, they say that um, those girls, they can't keep enough Red Bull back there. Um, energy drinks. I well, shouldn't say their name, Well, give them alcohol right? and watch what happens. Oh, okay. <laughs> but a lot of kids are doing Red Bull with vodka. vodka. Yeah. That's yeah. been around for a good 10 years. Yeah. yeah. See, I wouldn't know because I've been out of the game. And I don't go out either. But when, I, when, I, when I'm in the bars, oh, I hear... Oh, there's the bottom. Do it. Oh, mm. uh, yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah. Another Red Bull, please. Waiter. <laughs> Garcon. Was, we're saying their name. They're not even a sponsor. I shouldn't no, be you shouldn't. saying that. Just say you got wings. Yeah. I have a Michelle Sells if you want to do Let's that. Let's do it. Let's hear it. Um, so uh, this is a very long letter, but Aaron Kobe has sent us some delicious fragrances. I get it. I get it. I gave you some. Yeah. Um, he's really been into perfumes. Aaron who? Aaron Kobe. Not to be confused with Aaron Cody, who is Sharon Needles. Aaron Colby, C-O-B-Y. No relation to um, Alexis Colby? Um, Wait a minute. Colby. Colby. Oh, Colby. Not Colby. Like Colby, Colby Bryant. But he, he, he's he got perfumes. By the way, I'm in love with all of these perfumes, yeah, all these nice. scents that he sent. Yeah. That scents that he sent. See scents what I did? That he sent. Oh, my God. How did I do that? Give me the scents that you They sent. are amazing. He sent uh, body washes that are suitable for all skin types. They're uh, skin types. Sulfate, salt, paraben, silicone, and nasty preservative free. Um, he, he does nothing with animal testing, nothing that's going to hurt the environment. Um, he, everything is eco-friendly and I absolutely love that. And he's so sweet because he said it hopes with my autoimmune that it'll be great. Shampoos are here. He said they're lovely. Um, I, I absolutely love everything that he's got here. And I, I cannot tell you enough how much I love how everything smells. I'm a perfume addict. I know I you know are you, too. Yeah, I love it. And one spray on, on, from Aaron Kobe's sense, and they're going to last you forever. Is it with a K or a C? It's a C. It's Aaron, A-A-R-O-N, Kobe, C-O-B-Y, dot C-O, dot U-K. And um, it's fantastic. Oh, all the way from England? Yeah, yeah, all the way from England. And he says um, he believes in sharing positivity, kindness, and love, so he wants to extend his offer to create a perfume for us. You got Glamazon, mm -hmm. but maybe we you, we can do something something great. Well, no one, you know, I, for years ago, I had a fragrance called Whore for She Who Is. I remember. Yeah. And I've been thinking, I, we need to come up with a fragrance called Man Whore. 
Ooh. For he who is. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, I love that idea. I, I, I There was another um, a fragrance idea I had called um, Almost Flawless. Oh. <laughs> almost for, for what? For she who is almost, almost flawless. flawless. I love these are really gorgeous, you guys. Aaron Kobe, these scents are amazing. I'm going to actually put the Michelle Cell stuff up on my Instagram so when people aren't hearing it, they could at least see the direct link sure. to get their stuff on there. But thank you so much for these products. Yes, thank you, Aaron. All right, we're going to go to another break. Oh, oh, we're not going to another. Okay, so. All right, Michelle, well, that was a lot of fun. Yeah. We fun. had some fun when we just talked. By ourselves. Is that we're done? We're done. Yes. We're ready to go home, honey. Oh, no. Yeah, I got my Ubers parked outside, child. They honking for you me. You do buck 50 on a 405? Hey, girl, you know that. You know me. Yeah, hey. I do know you. <laughs> That's why I'm asking. <laughs> All right. Well, girl, until next time, you better back that ass up for that colonic. Come on, and- claim jumper. <laughs> Get we our keep, table ready, Claim Jumper. Claim Jumper. This is a, a restaurant yeah. down in Burbank yeah. here in and LA. And Rue found a really naughty dessert there, and we keep oh, talking about it. Oh my it. God, I dream about it. So but, we're, when we're done filming, yeah. in a few months, uh-huh. we're going to have a date. To get some of that butterberry cake. All up on my vagina. All up in that. Yes. So, all right, all right well, girl, until next time, we'll okay. see you next time. Bye. Bye. Can I get an amen? Love yourself. How in the hell you gonna love somebody else? Can I get a name, man? And don't forget to subscribe on iTunes. If you can't love yourself, how in the hell you gonna love somebody else? Amen. Hey, hey,